Hey guys, I'm Heather and I'm the oldest. She's the emotional one. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, Pollyanna, one second. I'm gonna pee. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Ben. I'm the middle child. And he's the practical one. Oh here, so I'm pragmatic. I take my favorite song and I'm willing to cut it. Ew, get off the cross. You're not the only one who did that. I'm Beth, and I'm the baby. She's also the swing vote. You had one job. What did you say? What did you say? What came out of your mouth? Together, we make the Music List Podcast. And the Music List is back here for you. We have just completed two Wonderful Halloween theme song for uh, episodes for October. We had such a great conversation last time about <laughs> Stairway to Heaven on our creepy songs list. We thought, you know, we're going to come in with a little Led Zeppelin this time. And so we're going to talk about our, our, not necessarily our favorite Led Zeppelin songs. I had to be very careful with this. And it was what we thought were the best Led Zeppelin songs. Because sometimes what I think are my favorite songs don't match up with what I think are the best songs. You know, it was like that way with the Eagles. When we when we went and did the Eagles best of, my favorite song was not necessarily in my top three best Eagle songs. So uh, kind of the same way with Led Zeppelin. But Led Zeppelin is a band that I have really, really come to like a lot over the last four or five months you know when we started this and we were it really started when we were talking about the best front men and i knew robert plant was great mm-hmm. but then i just listened to led zeppelin for about four or five hours you listened to the albums back to back to back and i just fell in love with all the different influences and how they play i would almost argue that they are the best blues band oh, of all for time sure. for i mean sure. they are the blues influence on them is unbelievable Jimmy Page is so influential into what guitar players are doing today. John Bonham, maybe the greatest drummer of all time. Robert Plant, maybe the best vocalist of all time. They're a and do not sleep on John Paul Jones either. Uh, yeah, well, they're, they're a super group. Yeah, yeah, they are. That yeah, were in the original band. Yeah, you know most super groups they pull. You yeah. know, somebody from this group, somebody from that group, somebody from that group. They stick them together, and it's a super group. These guys just all came together. Yeah, the sum of their parts, and then mm-hmm. they transcend that, and they're iconic individually. And arguably, you could make a case for every single member of that band that they're the best of their particular yeah. role that they play. And yeah. how wild that Plant was not the number one pick for vocalist. Like when I was looking at this, I he I had asked somebody else first, I think, and that fell through, and they're like, oh. Well, how about this guy? And, and <laughs> like, even what? after even after they recorded Led Zepp the original Led Zeppelin album, Jimmy Page was still thinking of replacing Robert Plant. <laughs> Crazy. Now they did so well on the tour that even Jimmy Page was like, "Okay, we're not we're not changing anything here." And now, as it turns out, Jimmy Page is begging Robert Plant yeah. He's a- to perform. Jimmy Page is a he's a strange cat. Well, I think I mean they all they all in their ways. Well, yeah, yeah uh, you know Jones is probably the most well he's the least 
<laughs> covered of the bunch anyway. I mean, as far as the the stories, I mean, John Bonham's stories are legend. Sure. Robert Plant's stories are legend. Jimmy Page stories are legend. He's kind of the one that kind of sometimes Bass gets, players, man. But <laughs> but but he did so much more than oh. that, you know. It's when you say like don't sleep on him, like oh, truly right. he, he added so, so much musically. Yeah. And you know, y'all y'all get into y'all get on to me all the time for talking about the books that I'm reading, but in in Hammer of the Gods, I I did not know that Jimmy Page was actually fairly famous going into that. I mean, he had been in the new Yardbirds and mm-hmm. kind of with the Yardbirds, not really with the Yardbirds. He was with Jeff Beck for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, but he was really, really well known and highly sought after as a session guitar player for a long time before Led Zeppelin came together. But every new band wanted Jimmy Page. And nobody could really get him. Even the the Yardbirds and the New Yardbirds, when they had him, they didn't really have him. They knew he was kind of on loan until he kind of got to do whatever he wanted to do. <laughs> but uh, uh, what was Plants Band? Uh, Joy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and of course, you know, he turned out to be just phenomenal. I mean, uh, and I don't know that he would have been if it had not been for because it takes. For Robert Plant in a normal band, I think would be way too much. <laughs> way too much. Yeah, he's he's like almost too much you, in this band. You better have somebody that can compete with him at one or more of the instruments. And luckily, I know, I mean, Led Zeppelin was. As he got, you know, I mean, after. Now, could you, you know, like. Let's put him with the Beatles. The Honey Drippers. Oh, no. yeah. He'd just overpower everybody. He's a he's a big person. You now. put him with the Rolling Stones. Oh, I don't think that'd be interesting because because Richard's playing style would not be loud and powerful enough at, to to compete with. I don't yeah. think I don't think Pete Townsend could handle Robert mm-hmm. Plant, and Roger Daltrey was good. I always th- is it bad that I always think of Roger Daltrey like. The equate version of Robert Plant. <laughs> I probably should have. Wow. <laughs> <Not both>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I mean, he kind of is though. He's not. Well, not, no, not no, quite as good looking, no, not quite no. as good a vocalist, not no, quite as no, no. Let's don't say that. Let's. I just he's. <laughs> we'll say he is the Walmart to Target. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that. Okay, because. Wait, do you that Equate is Walmart, fam? Yeah. No, no, but, but it's the Equate <laughs> brand is not is the same no, but no. packaged up okay. differently. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> kind of like Roger Daltrey's blonde. We'll hair. we'll have to come up with a with a different <laughs> metaphor. But anyway, the point is Led Zeppelin's great. <laughs> all that to say. All that to say Led Zeppelin is great. And so what are your guys' thoughts on Led Zeppelin? Let's ask we that. Haven't we been talking about? <laughs> um, gosh, I was the reason I asked. Okay, fine. Yeah, you keep talking. It's fun. Yeah, sure. I, will. <laughs> I love to. <laughs> this is actually one of the bands that we did not hear a lot. This this was not one of Dad's favorite bands. Right, right. I would say that that's a fair assessment. 
And so this is one that I everybody heard st- uh, Stairway. Right. Everybody heard Whole Lot of Love. There are some of these songs that are just in the American lexicon of great songs, I guess. Yeah. But, like, I didn't really know Cashmere and some of these other stuff that, that are probably going to come up today until really after our, I started listening to music on my own and started finding stuff on my own. So where did you guys pick up Zeppelin? Because we didn't really pick it up in the house growing up. Yeah, I I mean... I got into <coughs> hair bands and metal, and and you can't really appreciate metal and and hard rock without you know educating yourself in Led Zeppelin's back catalog. I mean, they are a lot of people will make the case that they are the original heavy metal band, and and. You know, with good reason. So, um, you know, just through college and, you know, as I just start discovering stuff on my own, and that's where I started listening to it. For me, um, most exposure that I had was through, like, pop culture and movies and stuff like that. Because when you think about, I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but a song like Cashmere is great for action movies and superhero movies and, and stuff like that. Um, and the guitar riffs that Paige has come up with. Well, yeah, and just it's sampled so much. Yeah. I mean. um, and, uh, and they have a handful of songs that I knew pretty well, um, but really until researching for this podcast i hadn't really done a deep dive ever um and so in doing that over the last weeks month or so um i've been listening to them a lot because i gained a much deeper appreciation it's like i love songs like black dog in the ocean and stuff like that they're really popular ones but um but to find some new gems and to see all the different kinds of influences like some they have like a like straight up like we'll just do a funk song okay cool all right let's Mm -hmm. really dive into the blues let's you know lean into more of a you know pop rock beatles style you know i mean their evolution and they can just do truly anything that they want to do they're not limited by ability at all so anything that they desire to create they can do it, and they can do it really well. And they're, they're, they are so influential still. You know, we're going to see Greta Van Fleet, yeah. you know, next month. And uh, you can hear you can hear Led Zeppelin all over it, right. you know, so. Yeah, and when I mentioned, <coughs> you know, the podcast to one, to one of my best friends, Wesley, he said that he was having a conversation with one of his friends and, or a group of friends, and they were like, name the greatest rock and roll bands of all time. He said, who would you say? And I kind of listed mine, and he said, and he said, and Led Zeppelin was on the list, and he said, I would not have thought that until I had a conversation with my friends. And then I had no idea how many songs that I recognized yeah. that they played. I didn't know they were, it was Led Zeppelin. Yeah, because the title's never in the song. They know. don't match, yeah. <laughs> so they played this song, and it's like, oh, I know that song. And they yeah. played this song, it's like, oh, I know that song. Yeah. And it's just again and again and again and again. And he was like, I was came away thinking, yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's pretty good. They're yeah. pretty good. But what's interesting is about the birth of metal, as I was thinking about this, because we were prepping for Led Zeppelin. 
I don't know that you can put it on any one band. I mean, do you look at the proliferation of bands all at the same time? They all popped up in that mm-hmm. eight night. 1968, 1969 time, mm-hmm. Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, mm-hmm. Steppenwolf, all of them at the same time. Now, do they influence each other? Maybe. But they all just kind of converge at the same time. And from each of them, you can hear later on whether it's Iron Maiden or... Guns N' Roses or Van Halen, you can hear them pull from each one of these super influential bands. And really from Robert Plant and Ian Gillen from Deep Purple, that is the gold standard for hard rock, heavy metal vocals. And we see it with Steven Tyler and Aerosmith. And we see it with, you know, we went through a lot of that with some of the great front men. And vocalist, but then I think Jimmy Page. I I would be hard pressed to say that there has been any rock and roll guitar player that has been more influential mm-hmm. than Jimmy Page. Sure. Mm, Van Halen. Oh, <laughs> well, but he was influenced but, by Page. But without Page, there's probably no Van Halen. And that's a fact. Van Halen said that himself, I believe. So, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a. This is definitely a groundbreaking band. There's yeah. no question about it. So, the draft order. Ben drafts first. I hate drafting first. Nope. Heather drafts second. Beth Ooh. drafts third. So, we'll get right to it. Round one, pick one. I went with the Immigrant Song. Mm, great song. Yep. I love how it just comes right at you, man. They don't mess around. And then these vocals are starting off right insane. here. insane. <laughs> so this song is about basically Vikings coming and raiding. That's what that's yeah, the they love those that's epic, the foundation yeah. for this song, song. Yeah. and uh, you can hear it, you know, coming from the land of the ice and snow, and kind of have that battle cry. There it is. There you know, it is. you get that you get that battle cry, and and nobody can do a battle cry like Robert Plant. Yeah. And then you got this right here, just boom, Jimmy Page is going that. Yeah. And unlike most. Led Zeppelin songs. This is short. Yeah. Yes, they it's love. Like, it's like an eight or nine minute song. It comes in just like over two and a half but minutes baseline, long. That yeah. Boom, bada boom, bada boom, bada boom. But yeah, I mean, it's it, when you think of it in from the lens of this is a, a Viking raid, a Nordic raid on the Anglo-Saxon lands, you know, of Great <laughs> Britain. You can definitely say ah, <laughs> or. But I love this song. I think it, I think it's very, very Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, just right in your face. Yeah, just coming at you at 100 miles an hour, and it just starts that way. There's no loading up, no little pretense. It's just boom, coming right at you. Kicking the teeth. Yep. Great pick. Yep. 
Heather. Heather. Oh, I chose for my first pick, uh, Cashmere. Yeah, I mean, um, it's just this epic. Another. um, I love this riff. This is so good. (laughs) And the way this came about was Paige had this riff, and it was just him and John Bonham, and so he's just playing the riff over and over, and then John Bonham comes in. You know, John Bonham's drumming in this, uh, as with everything, is just phenomenal. <laughs> and this is another journey, you know, epic song. Plant um, was inspired in several songs by um, Tolkien and Lord of the Rings. Sure. And so this is one of them. Uh, A Christian allegory. <laughs> That's another. <laughs> yeah, we need to get that in while we can. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, this is in um, Plant's top three songs. He and he has actually said. Um, that uh, it's a defining musical achievement. Um, this was 1975 on Physical Graffiti. Um, Paige called it Perfect Zeppelin and wishes they were more remembered for this than Stairway. So, um, it it's it's just, they. this is one of the few, if only, songs that they brought in extra musicians. They brought in the horns and the strings and mm-hmm. Um, it, he just kept building these layers onto it, and um, I agree, it's it's perfect, Zeppelin. And I mean, John Bonham. Well, and let this this is one of those songs where if you are a producer or you're or let's say you're a, an executive at a label. You're probably trying to figure out what this is. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're like, I know it's good, but you're not going to dance to it. You're not going to... No, you're just going to put your headphones on. You know, on you're just going to... This is... This is... <coughs> and Led Zeppelin... Listen to that. Oh, God. Yeah. It's so good. And that, but that blues, that that blues influence is just ever present, even though it's this big epic sweeping thing with horns and strings. It's still just that dirty groove that blues is always present. But I, I would say Led Zeppelin, more than any other rock and roll band in history, has a sort of classical quality to them in that. The beauty of the music is the music. In that, what you hear is the most important thing. It's not what you do with it. So, rock and roll historically has been a dancing genre. It's been a a sing along genre. Rock. It's been a anthem genre. Which you cannot do with with right. these guys. You can't. And, but Led Zeppelin's different. Led Zeppelin is there is this this quality of we're a rock and roll band. We're playing rock and roll. We're but, the rock and roll. But band. you're 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 going to have to stop what you're doing and listen to us. You're not going to sing with us. Right. You're not going to go dance to us. You're going to be focused on what we put together, um, much like you know Mozart or Beethoven or Bach did symphonies and stuff like that. I mean it's you're you're invested 
in their work and not what you can do with it, but what it is for. Um, and I think that that's, they're different than almost any other band. Yeah, and in, it's, it's funny how, like, all four personalities, like, they command something different. You know, Paige is, you know, has this virtuoso guitar playing, and you know, and then, you know, Robert Plant is the golden god, and he's just, you know, he takes that stance. John Paul Jones is just adding stuff all the time. You know, it just, he's all about the music and getting that groove down and then, you know, Bonham's in the back just going crazy. And so there's just, there's so many cogs in that wheel to make that machine work. Yeah. You can listen to many of their songs just over and over and listen to a different element of it specifically. Mm -hmm. And it's still very rich. Like nobody's slacking. Nobody's, just right. phoning it in, right. you know, every every layer, every instrument, every piece of what they're doing, you can go back and hear something new every time, I think. And I, I really like what you said about the th- different things they bring to the table and the different personas. It's like Bonham is just, I mean, he's this powerhouse of a drummer. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. plugging along. I mean, just hammering those things. I mean, it's, it's like he's a beast mm-hmm. back there. And then you've got... This sex god, <laughs> you know, totally different, mm-hmm. totally different, um, with the microphone and Robert Plant, and you've got Jimmy Page, who I would not consider to be like the greatest technical guy of all time, but the emotion that comes out of that guitar—he's almost like a like a sophisticant, you know. I mean, like he's mm-hmm. he's like this wizard of a <laughs> of a guy, you know. You can almost see him like dressed in a you know, in a velvet jacket, you know, and like, yeah. you know, one of those fluffy, flary, you know, shirts, <laughs> you know. And then and then you've got Jones on the on the bass that is really kind of the glue that holds it all together some kind of way. They're all very different. Like, yeah, he's like the brains of the operation. You They're know? all and- very different, but somehow it all melds into like this perfect soup. <laughs> Of of <laughs> rock and roll amazingness, you know, it's just unbelievable. So now we go to the last uh, pick of the first round. Yep, Beth. Um, so my first draft for them is kind of different, a departure from a lot of the normal things that they that you would hear or you would imagine from Led Zeppelin. It's the Rain song. <clears throat> Which supposedly is a response, and maybe it's just because I really love a petty moment, and <laughs> that's kind of what this was. Um, supposedly is in response to George Harrison telling John Bonham that Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin is unable to write ballads. Like, oh, you, you guys can't write ballads. And Paige is like, watch me. Um, and then they write this beautiful piece. The composition um, is is beautiful. The guitar, it's soft. It's like understated and then it does kind of get to your your typical Led Zeppelin thing at the end but also <laughs> he like Paige quotes something from the Beatles like in the first couple of chords it is the chords of something and I'm like <laughs> bro if that is not you saying 
suck on that. And then I don't know what it is. So we can listen for it. Can and if we you're say familiar, that on the air? Well, did you? I did I did just say it. So <laughs> it's just like, you know, a lollipop or something. <laughs> so if you're familiar with something, then you would have, yeah. you would recognize that. Um, but this is just, it's, there's not a lot of Led Zeppelin that you, is like easy listening. You know what I'm saying? But this is like relaxing in a way almost, which is not what you would normally turn on Led Zeppelin for. Um, but it's descri- been described as seven minutes of exquisite heartache. <laughs> and it, it really is. Um, it's just a beautiful song. And there, that little slide right there, it's, it's, I don't know, I was just really drawn to it. And I think that if it's it's probably not going to go through to the top five. I don't, I don't think that maybe that's going to happen. But like if, if you go back and you listen to it, I think maybe you'll you'll see like the richness of it and where I was coming from but I put it very high on my list I don't know I don't know if anybody else knows it or likes it but not the first time but Jimmy I thought Page it was has been um, accused of borrowing some chords sure 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 <laughs> well and we'll talk about that a little bit with one of my other mix. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, it's beautiful. And then I mean, it does pick up at the end, the last couple of minutes. There's you know your solo section, and it, it is harder. Um, but we don't obviously we're not going to listen to seven minutes of it. So that was my first pick, and I guess I go again. Mm-hmm. Oh great! Um, so I'm so excited to talk about my second pick. Oh lord! And I'm really glad that you know we talked about the. Um, the Christian allegory at the beginning, so we can we can just have this balance in this podcast today. Um, because if you listen to our last episode, we talked at length about a stairway to heaven backward. But my pick is stairway to heaven the right way, the way you're supposed to listen to it. Um, so, and we, man, I picked some some two slow ones, which is weird because that's not the ones I really like, but. Um, I don't particularly actually even care for that song, this song that much. But, you know, we've said a couple of times on the podcast, like the obvious choice is sometimes the obvious choice for a reason. And um, I feel like this song is that way. You know, you have your three sections that increase in like volume and tempo and intensity. Um, Everything that they did was very purposeful. Um, And I think you can see the musical genius in this song just as it progresses and the lyrics are they're I mean they're weird like everything that like but well, and you know Robert Plant is he was the lyricist for this yeah and he says what this song is about is it was a a commentary against materialism mm-hmm. he says that it was about people that are trying to buy happiness in things when Things will not get you to heaven, is what he says. You know, you right. can't. These things are not going to get you there. And when you die, you can't take them anyway. And he's, and he's so right, which is weird, <laughs> because it's like, and that's another. I mean, we don't have to get into that whole conversation about 
backwards and forwards again, but like that that purpose for writing this song, that message, that theme, and then you have the flip side of the you know if you listen to it backwards, you can talk to the devil. Um, it's I don't know. I really don't know what to think about that theory, and that's I guess that's all I'll say about it. All I'll say is I was somewhat convinced in listening to it that there there could be something to that theory. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I I have no comment because I took my headphones. I don't. Yeah, I don't have a. I mean, I don't have a lot to say about this pick. To be very honest with you. Because I feel like the song somewhat speaks for itself. I know we all know it very well. It's overplayed. It's, you know, but it is one of the great rock songs oh, yeah. in the world well, yeah. for a reason. And, and side note, the heart cover of this. Really? I've not heard that. Oh, my gosh. Well, let me, so good. Let, let's put this in perspective. This was not a single. Right. And yeah. it is still one of the most played songs in the history of rock and roll. So, I mean, think about that for a minute. They did not release this as a single, but it has become, if you were going to name, let's say, 10 songs that rock and roll fans would consider to be masterpieces, you'd have Hotel California, you'd have Freebird, which may not be necessarily a masterpiece, but it it is one of those undeniable songs that will live on forever and ever and ever and stairway is is one of those songs yeah, I, yep. I love this song I'm do you really unapologetic I'm not a huge fan I honestly I don't they're songs that go very long I'm just kind of like all right we could have ended this a couple minutes ago <laughs> I, I love what y'all are doing but could do with a little less of it but, but anyway I, that's my, it is that's my pick. I think you can't have a definitive Zeppelin list without without this. No, I wouldn't and, think and so. Like it I'm I agree with Beth. If if I was gonna list my five favorite Led Zeppelin right. songs, I don't think Stairway's on the list. It wouldn't make it for me, true. Yeah. Again, well, it didn't but if I'm talking list. about five songs that are the best and that are close to masterpiece level songs, Stairway may be number one. Yeah. Because it's lyrically important. I mean it's it's not shallow at all lyrically. The story that they tell musically with the rise and the fall and all of that stuff is just unbelievable. And then does it stand the test of time? Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely does. Yeah. I mean it, it you know, if you're if you're my age and you know, there's there's this perpetual joke, you know, if you've seen Wayne's World. You know, so I mean, you kind of have that connotation with it, but I still love it. Okay. Heather, round two pick. <clears throat> okay, so my second pick was uh, when the levee breaks. Uh, it's a good pick. Those drums, that harmonica. I mean, it, it's it's blues. It, this song was yep. written in 1929, and. Um, Robert Plant had the record in his record collection. It was written by uh, Memphis Minnie about the Great Mississippi Flood in 1927. And um, so it's true blues that out predates them, you know, by a long shot. But um, it still sounds modern. Today it sounds modern. And this was uh, written uh, in 1971. This is on Led Zeppelin IV. Um, 
it's 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 just so bluesy but still modern and that that of course you you know you've got that that drum you know beat going but you've also that laying down that bass line and then the harmonica over the top again everybody's firing on all cylinders and he hasn't even started singing yet and I think that's Plant playing harmonica this this holds up just as well in 2022 as it did in 1971 and probably better than a lot of the Led Zeppelin stuff honestly like this could come out today yeah and I think people would be like ooh who's this it's pretty good I I I can't think of just off the top of my head I can't think of a drummer and a bass player that have locked in just across the board better than Bonham and Jones just as a rhythm section consistently you feel I mean you can't sit there and not feel it in your body Red Hot Chili Peppers pretty good pretty good pretty good Flea may be my favorite bass player of all time so yep I don't have a whole lot to say about this I just (laughs) well you know that that we needed, a, I think, a song that really pounded home the blues influence that Led Zeppelin has, and this this may be the best one on the list. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I consider Led Zeppelin really a blues band first, and then with... You know, with they brought along that hard rock edge. You know, it, you know. I, I think the Rolling Stones are a blues band first. I think they would probably say they're a blues band first. Well, Led Zeppelin <coughs> made no bones about it. Oh yeah, you know they they made definitely. no bones. They they took issue with being called heavy metal. Yeah, Jimmy Page did anyway. I don't know so much about the other ones, but Jimmy Page did not like the term heavy metal at all. Yeah, you know he was like we're primarily. Playing the blues amped up. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I, I love that song. So Okay. So my second round pick, we had already mentioned this song, Black Dog. This may be mm. my favorite Led Zeppelin song. Again, it's just one that comes right at you. Listen to this. The, yeah. So good. Okay, cool. And I'm about to ruin it for you because every time I, every time I hear this, right here, and it could be influenced by this. I don't know. All I think is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Street. Well, it's, there's little things that Led Zeppelin does that I don't think most people would think about doing, like. I think most bands, as soon as Robert Plant finished singing that line, they immediately start the riff. But Jimmy Page waits just a hair. He lets just there's just there's that minuscule second where there's no notes, and then he hammers that ba da 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 da, and it's 
It's that little moment of hesitation, that little bit of. It's. Do you see that? Just that little bit of hesitation before he hammers that note. That anticipation is just. Listen. Well, he goes right after yeah, it that love, time. The one time I say it, yeah, he goes yeah. right into it. I love all the empty space that they give Plant yeah. to do those vocals. Yeah. Like this. You know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the whole verse is just. Yeah. They're so good at letting a song breathe. Yeah. And which as, as and vocalists. Then we, then we change gears. Yeah. They yeah. do. As vocalists, we know that <laughs> that is dangerous. If you're yeah. not if you're not spot on, because if he comes in or he goes flat mm-hmm. or something in that space between the riffs, yeah. when they come back in, it is very bad <laughs> and it is very noticeable. <laughs> so like you you trust your vocalist right there. Right here, I mean. Yeah. There's that little yeah. weight, that little pause. Yeah, and they're like they are masters of timing and rhythm like they use some whack time signatures sometimes and they change time signature a lot um which speaks to just their musicality it's not just some folks coming in and slamming on some instruments playing some 12 bar blues yeah and you can't you can't do that without an a-class drummer truly yeah you know and bottoms maybe the best ever do it yeah Maybe the best to ever do it. Oh, round three. It's me. So first pick of round three. This is kind of a cheese pick, I know, because it's such a big hit. But I went with a whole lot of love. I think this is maybe the most Led Zeppelin song of all Led, Ble- of all Led Zeppelin songs. The lyrics are so sexual. Indeed they, may, they, they are. They do not take. Yeah. <laughs> they don't mess around with metaphors. No. Have you gotten to the? Have you read? Have you finished Hammer's Way book? down inside. Can we not? Honey, you need. <laughs> give him. Then he goes on to say, "I'm going to give you every inch of yes, my love." He does. So someone. Okay, I don't want to hear anything about what I said earlier. Cause you're like, can we say that on air? And then you're sitting here, <laughs> line for line, reciting a whole lot of love. But that's fine. Whatever you, gotten, you do, you. Have you gotten to the? Um, have you finished Hammer of the Gods? No, I have not finished. Uh, okay, it. have you got uh, have you gotten to the hotel party uh, section? Are that, you talking about the shark? I am. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. is something else. <laughs> it's been a long time since I read it. And to be fair, that, that whole story seems to have been incorrect. It was a red snapper. Right. Right. So. <laughs> right. Wow. So that and if just you don't know what we're talking you, about, you, you can Google it because we're not going to talk about you it. You can't believe either. everything you hear. Not all the facts are straight. <laughs> yeah. But no, to me, this was because Led Zeppelin didn't. I don't know that anybody before Led Zeppelin was just so honest about what they were singing about. <laughs> well, they weren't allowed to be. Right. But I think know, Led Zeppelin large. at this point just kind of said, you know what? They're British. We're gonna do what we're gonna do. What we're gonna. Well, and how weird it—it's just weird to me that like some of these. You got the songs like this that are so overtly sexual, and then we're also gonna write some songs about Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and like, and yeah. which now. It, people, the the connotation with that is like, oh, you're so nerdy. You probably live in your mom's basement. You've never seen a, a real girl in your life. And then 
these guys are like, Granted, I have seen every girl. Yeah, <laughs> most, of, yeah. most of them don't look like Robert Plant that it's, start. The, yeah, that's true. But to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> or saying like Robert Plant. Uh-huh. A lot of the Lord of the Rings characters had long hair. <laughs> and probably looked pretty good without a shirt. I guess they did. They did a lot of walking. I think. I mean, I could see. I could see. I could walk. <laughs> Their feet were horrible. They were but they. Did. I could. I could see Aragorn leading a, a heavy metal band of some sort. <laughs> Isildur. What? Oh my goodness! Is it, I don't even know. I, do we have anything else to say about a whole lot of love? Because this got. <laughs> No, not really. I mean, not that's really. Much, that covers it, yeah. All right. It, it, it was, I believe, their first mega hit yeah. was Whole Lot of Love. This was kind of the one that yeah. sent them off into the stratosphere. Heather? Chirpic? Speaking of. My, what? Speaking of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> my last pick is, I don't know, I might get some hate for this, but I don't care. Um, Misty Mountain Hop. Uh, because all four members show out on this song. This was actually the B side to Black Dog. I love, um, I love these harmonies, though. Yeah. We, I, I was in a band that we did this too. And then they just let Robert Plant go nuts. Right. Um. It's. It's basically about a bunch of hippies getting busted by the police. So you've got John Paul Jones on on those keys. Yeah. And then you go into this groove. But there's still that strange meter that kind of keeps you on your toes. Um... The Misty Mountains are referenced later, and um, they are referred to in The Return of the King. So there's another Tolkien reference in there. Um, he just... Gosh, Robert, yeah. Robert Plant's so good. Yeah, he so is. good. <laughs> um, so I, this is one of those songs that I just... It, I don't know, it just makes me happy. And they're... they're <laughs> it, it, it's one of their more... Cheerful songs. They're, they don't have a whole lot of those. No. So, I, you know, this one just kind of makes you feel good. So. It's about a bunch it of is a fun song. smoking yeah. weed on the grass, basically at a park. Yeah. That's it. That's, all, that's okay. all I got. <laughs> well, um, and then uh, earlier, speaking of plagiarism, my third choice <laughs> is, is uh, Dazed and Confused, which... Sorry, I have. I feel like I need to sneeze. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, it, which is again super bluesy, and Plant's vocals on these are so emotionally raw. Obviously, technically, he's incredible, um, but you can feel like the delivery of not just his voice, but a vocal performance. And it's another heavily blues Paige. influence. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then Paige coming in on this bowed violin bowed guitar part here. That is nasty. Yeah. Nasty, yeah. Um, and so they, this also has some distinct sections, um, and all of them sound a little bit different. 
Um, this was their most regularly performed song at concerts, and sometimes these this song would go for like 30 minutes because they can do that. They'd just be like, let's just keep playing. I don't know. I got something in me. And... <laughs> and they can just go, and people don't care. And Not because like they're said, super high. They're just sitting there and listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this song, I think, I can't remember the guy's name. I didn't write it down. But uh, now it's like credits to the artist, like inspired by, um, like Paige was inspired by or drew influence from. It, they had a, a lawsuit over this song. This isn't the only song they had. No, 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 no. <laughs> Which is interesting, I guess, that, I don't know, because they're so great, such a great songwriting team, but they they truly did borrow a, a lot. But well, I mean, The Lemon Song was one where they heavily, yeah. I think that was Howlin' Wolf they took from. Well, and, you mm-hmm. know, then there was the whole Chicago 25 or 6 to 4 versus Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You, yeah. which is still, even, even so, it's... The same progression as while my but guitar gently the, weeps. But the I don't thing know is, like you... they came out at almost exactly the same time. Well, yeah, there's a yeah, there's a story. So, there. well, what's the story? Because, like, I mean, you have bands; they're working on albums leading up yes. to the production, right? And so, it's entirely possible that you have bands that come up with a, a very similar riff. I mean, if you're both in production at the same time, how do you steal it from somebody? You know what I mean? Mm. Unless there was subterfuge in one of the practices or <laughs> or something along those lines. Well, they were working on it at the same time, and they... Because if you recall, when we were... I actually sent you guys and said, and mentioned Days of Confusion 25 or 6 to 4. No, it's Babe, I'm Going to Leave You. Or Babe, I'm Going to Leave You in in 25 or 6 to (laughs) 4. And said, these were released like in the same year. Yeah. I said, how does this happen? And apparently you found how that happened. Well, I mean, I've I've read several different stories, and I don't know what the... In in case you're wondering, that's ba-da-da-da-dum, da-da-da-da-dum, da-da-da-da-dum. That's basically the thing we're talking about. Yeah, and I mean, which, like I say... um, while my guitar gently weeps came out before so both of those, <clears throat> so I don't know if you can copyright a chord progression or not. I really don't know, but um, yeah. it said I, I read that. But it wasn't just a chord progression. I mean, it's like the tone of the guitar yeah. Yeah. was like. Is it Jimmy Page loved the song Twenty Five or Six to Four so much that he once missed out on one of the sessions when recording Led Zeppelin Three. Because he was looking to buy Chicago 2 on vinyl. That's the one with 25% oh. on it. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago's Robert Lamb took a listen to Led Zeppelin in 1972 and heard Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. He got quite scared after hearing that because it was from 1969. 25 or 6 to 4 is 1970. And he requested to talk to Led Zeppelin, to which John Paul Jones told Lamb, No, 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 why are you worried? Jimmy loves that song. Almost more than he loves Stairway. So I'd say you guys got nothing to worry about. Oh. I don't... So it was total happenstance, it sounds like. Yeah, I don't... Or sometimes you hear a song and it gets stuck in your subconscious and you're like, ooh, think of this thing. I just, but really it was kind of lodged up there. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and that's on, you know, it's the internet. Because that's saying that, the, that Chicago wrote it. 
after. Yeah. And I, to be honest, I don't. And then they I called and said, "Hey, lawsuit. we're worried about this." I don't know either. So, <coughs> which but I, neither I, of those songs I'm, are on the list. Right I'm now. a big fan. Of, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Twenty Five or Sixty Four too. So, <laughs> yeah. so okay, so we have nine songs now. We do. Yeah. What's the list? The list is. Ben chose Immigrant Song, Black Dog, and Whole Lot of Love. Heather drafted Cashmere, When the Levee Breaks, and Misty Mountain Hop. And I have The Rain Song, Stairway to Heaven, and Dazed and Confused. What were the songs we left off? Oh, my gosh. It's Legion. This, this playlist is going to be really good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> because some of my favorite ones. Yeah. My, I mean, some of my absolute favorite ones are not there. Yeah, uh-huh. mine too. Uh, Ramble On. I love Ramble On. Another uh, Lord of the Rings. Reference. Love Ramble On. Love Rock and Roll. Love Heartbreaker. Yep. I know that they don't like Living, Loving, Made, but I kind of do. <laughs> um, and I, I'll, I'll leave some for you guys, but I mean... I mean, I got a whole list here of songs that that, yeah. that didn't make it, and it's just like, yeah, uh, all of my, I love all of my love. I yeah, I I do that. that maybe that's kind of basic, but I still love it. Um, the ocean, mm-hmm. um, Jamaica, <laughs> yeah, um, and I, yeah, I have a whole, whole lot of love too. If I'm gonna make a top five of my favorite songs. What is and what should never be is in is in yeah. my top five favorite songs, and it didn't make the top nine. Yeah, here. yeah. So I, I really, I, I, I second guess. We just didn't have enough choices, but I love the ocean so much, and it's yeah. so much fun to sing. So much fun. Yeah. Um, I have just on my top ten, I guess left off. I had Heartbreaker, which might be my favorite. Zeppelin song. Um, the guitar riff on that one is stanky. Um, <laughs> Trampled Underfoot that has that funk influence, which stands out to me. I love that one. Fool in the Rain, The Ocean, Rock and Roll, and then I had Black Dog, so Ben had drafted that one as well. But So, yeah, lots of great songs and more that we didn't even get to put on our top ten. And I just got to say, for the, for the ladies, if you like a female... Rock influence. Hart has did like a whole big session of Led Zeppelin covers, and so Ann Wilson singing Robert Plant. I yeah. mean, <coughs> and she did it well enough to make him cry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he, he was he, literally he brought, to, brought brought to tears. Yeah. Well, if there's yeah. anybody who can do Robert Plant, yes, justice. She she, she is, is on the short list. Yes, yeah, she is very. Um, She's very respectful of the source material. So yeah. I highly their, recommend Their tone yeah. is similar in yeah. some ways, yeah. All right. So we have nine, <laughs> and we've got to go now. Here you go again. <laughs> from nine to five. Working nine to five. Wow, you just <laughs> left me you just, out there. She you just hung oh. your younger sister out to I dry. Mean, I just <laughs> <laughs> I took a breath and it was like, dry. dang. I looked at, we're looking at, across the table, straight in the face. I'm standing here. She breathes in as if she's going to sing and then she just doesn't. Sorry. 
Dang. That was, that was, that was even was, worse than the last podcast episode. I didn't think it could get much worse, but it was. Cold-blooded. Uh, wow. So it's the 9 to 5 segment, guys. 9 to five. <laughs> It's the 9 to 5 segment. So we're... All right. So we're... Um, <laughs> Goodness. Sorry. I'm going to guess that most of us are going to be in agreement that Stairway is going to be in the top five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to guess... That most of us are going to say that Cashmere's in the top five. Yes. Indeed. After that, I think it's a crapshoot. This is where Ooh, the yep. the battle is going to be brought. Three spots, and honestly, I don't know that I could choose three. <laughs> That's tough. On my own, and be happy with the three. You know what I mean? Because some of these are are really, really good. Oh, well, they're all really good. I mean, that's the problem. Yeah. Okay, I know you're going to roll your eyes a little bit because it's my pick, you know, but I think that when the levee breaks should be on the list because of the strong, just outright blues influence. But I think Dazed and Confused is better. And strong blues influence. I'll be honest with you, like, if, if your two songs... I really prefer Misty Mountain Hop over When the Levee Breaks. Hmm. We'll put them both on there. Uh, I think we're ready to do that just yet. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that either one of them should be on there yet, though. I'm just saying if I had yeah. to choose one of the two, it would probably be Misty Mountain Hop. No, but you don't have to. I mean, there's, there's three spots left on there. You don't have to choose. You could just put them both. Right, but we haven't even talked about most of the other well, songs could, on the list. What we could do and what we gonna do. Okay, um, anyway. Yeah. So. so noted, basically. Okay. I don't I don't really I'm know. Just trying to get this is hard to So let, let me make a pitch. Let this. me make a pitch for the third song to be on and I, that would be immigrant song. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let's try to let's try to go in the other way. <laughs> what do we think about putting Immigrant Song in the top five? <laughs> Noted. <laughs> out of out of the three that you have? I mean, it's my favorite of the three is Black Dog. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Black Dog was also on my list. And I think musically, vocally, I feel like it's stronger than Immigrant Song. I love Immigrant Song. But I think... Black Dog, at, just looking at at your three choices, is I think the best as well as as well as my favorite. There's and some I, bias there. I know we're not Rolling Stone magazine, but I would like to say that Rolling Stone magazine rated "Whole Lot of Love" the number one Led Zeppelin song of all time. So keep that in your back pocket for a moment. <laughs> you know. Marinate on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prestigious. Mm-hmm. Almost <laughs> peer reviewed. Um. <laughs> it's as peer reviewed as a popular music magazine's going to get. Okay. Thanks for that. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, oh gosh. This is. I feel like, uh, what's her name in Halloween? This is going nowhere. We, okay, but we, we have to eliminate four. Okay. Would it be easier to eliminate Maybe. four than to pick three? Mm, Maybe. 
my my first two cuts, mm-hmm. I'm gonna upset both of you. Okay, would be the rain song and when the levee breaks. Those would be my first two cuts. I don't. I don't necessarily disagree. I do. Well, with, with when the levee breaks. <laughs> Well, that would if you that let, would be two votes. So. <laughs> ew! Uh, don't ooh me, Miss. I'm gonna leave you and not not sing with you on the thing we've agreed to do. I tried. Nothing came. Oh, out. I thought you were making a babe. I'm gonna leave you joke. Mm, miss, no. I'm gonna leave you. I thought you were. Oh no! Oh, I should have done that though. Oh yeah. I should have done that, but I didn't. <laughs> okay. Well. So. Are we saying that we're good with cutting the rain song and when the levee breaks? No, I'm good with cutting the rain song. I'm good with gut with with cutting the rain song and when the levee breaks. That sounds like two votes. That sounds to me. like two votes. Too. Okay. Well, that was painless. Now, since we talked about <laughs> since we talked about we need a blues influence song, I do have the one that's very strong. Dazed and Confused yeah. is a better blues song than yeah. When the Levee Breaks. Yeah, that's what I said. Crack. That's what I said. I would agree with that. <laughs> I do. I think it's I think it's more bluesy even than When the Levee Breaks. I disagree. And a better song. Send in your comments. I agree. Yeah. Now, y'all worry too much about what the people think. I'm going to be very honest with you. Y'all, send in your comments. What do y'all think? Or the people are going to be mad. I don't care what anybody thinks. This is our. Are they on the podcast? No. <laughs> no, I just want my song back on. So you got one left. Which one you got left? She Misty has Mountain Misty, Misty Mountain Hop. Hop. Um, but so we need to talk about one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. We got to cut two more. We got to cut two more. Let's Mm. take a look at Ben's list because none of his have been cut yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So can we say there's one that we are ready to cut? (sighs) What's he got? Black dog? Immigrant. Immigrant Black dog. Whole lot of love. You know, it's really hard because I drafted so well. Oh, God. You did did actually draft very well. I'm telling you. I mean, okay. So, I mean, immigrant song, black dog, whole lot of love. I mean, you could make... A really strong case that all three of them belong in the top five. For best <laughs> or for most popular or most liked? Well, either one. Well, no, because the no, because the category could, that we're talking about today is best. So Okay, I think here's we, a hot take. I don't even really like Black Dog, so that's what I'd cut. You can call it a hot take. We can... <laughs> Possibly call it a wrong take. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's two kind of people in the wow. world: those that like Black Dog and those that are wrong. <laughs> um, jeez. I think. I think you're just okay. Love I'll, that I'll, hurt I'll, that we catch song. It. I, I will really say don't. This. I mean, that's not my. I'm. You just don't like it. It's not on my list. I, not even on my list. Even though I drafted it third. I think that most people, the two biggest songs that they ever had, I think are, are, and I know that that's not the category, but I think Stairway and Whole Lot of Love are their two biggest hits. I think most people now looking back historically recognize Cashmere as being a masterpiece, but I think. You can go ahead, but 
Well, yeah, Mash- uh, cashmere's on, on there. Yeah, Cash- you just go ahead C- cashmere's on there. Cashmere's yeah, you can put it on Chill the top out. slot. You just said. We, ma'am, we rank them at the <laughs> very end. We pick the top five and then we rank them. That's how the show has gone. I'm just saying since I'm the tell beginning. You, of I mean, time. we're, we're going to have to give consideration to making Stairway one. Well, that's a. That, guys. But that's a, that's a different conversation. I know. But I, I think I do think whole lot of love should probably be in the top five. It is. Pure Led Zeppelin, start to finish. Woof, woof, woof. It exemplifies um, everything. You gonna cut about. Black Dog? We're not making cuts. We're right now. We're wondering if <laughs> we're, right now we're we're wondering if whole lot of love should just be one of those essentials, non-negotiables in the top five. Hypothetically speaking. I don't want to this. I hear, I hear a deal coming. If, no, it's not a deal. I just really want to know. Okay. I'm not here. I, I don't come to the podcast to get only my stuff on. I'm here to truly make the best list. And I just want to know. If it ended up, we have three spots left. If Black Dog and Whole Lot of Love went over and we had one spot left. And you had to pick between... Misty Mountain Hot or Dazed and Confused. Which one would you pick? Dazed and Confused. I'm okay with. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. No, I. I mean that. I, I, that's the way I feel the list should go. Those three. Those are my three choices to put over. But I wasn't about to give it, it being would, two right in a row if it he would wasn't be, gonna go. <laughs> it would be interesting for immigrant but song I don't not to make it because my own interest. What? It, no, I, do, I don't. I think it's the best song. Not that I don't, not, not that I'm willing to, you know, like stake my flag in the dirt for immigrant song. But I wonder if we went back and looked at all the podcasts, how many times the number one overall pick did not make the top five. This could be maybe Who's one of the first times ever. Your number one overall pick? The number one overall. I picked first. Oh, but that doesn't song. mean anything. No, it doesn't. I'm asking historic. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and research that. No, I'm saying because like you're. I'm a data person. Yeah, do that. But like it's it's only one person's number one. Right. Right. And it just depends. It's, it's because of the luck of the draft. Because like if Heather or myself had been drafting first. Immigrant Song would not have been the number one pick. It would have been Cashmere. Right, but w- best songs is, like, so subjective. It is. It's not like some of the other ones. Like, when we did the best, and it's all subjective, obviously, but, I mean, when you talk about when when we did the female R&B artists, okay, mm-hmm. there were three choices <laughs> that were, like, basically all of our top threes. Yeah. Yes. The number one overall pick was gonna be in the top five. Mm, because we agreed. Right. But what I'm saying is, is there was sometimes, a lot of times, there are a number of two or three that are so obvious that they're gonna be the number one pick. But. Here's what I say. The difference, though, this time is that the number one pick overall was not that obvious. Right. Because it was not. I'm not, I'm not I arguing. Love, while I, I love it, it's not even on my top ten. I, I'm, was it on yours? What? Immigrant? Uh, yes. Okay. Is my number two? I'm not, I'm, not oh. arguing it to be, I'm not arguing it to be in. I'm just saying yeah, I wonder how many times number one hasn't. I don't know. It may have happened. I just, I don't know. It may have. I mean, I could go back. I can. Between uh, recordings, I could go back and yeah. look at that. It but was, anyway, it was my number two. Immigrant, Immigrant songs. Mm-hmm. Hold up. 
<laughs> no. Remember what you said before when I laid out that hypothetical? But things will change. I will tell you things will change. <laughs> well, okay. Misty Mountain Hop's looking a little better now. <laughs> no, not over days and confused. You are on ten kinds of crack if you think that of best songs, quality of songs. As much, I think I'm of, not on ten of kinds a, of crack of I, a vocal and instruments. If you think Misty Mountain Hop is better than Days and Confused, well, here's here's what I'll say. I I think I put Black Dog in as high as I did because I personally love the song. Not so much because it's the best Led Zeppelin song. I just love the song. I would be, I think my best two picks were Immigrant Song and Whole Lot of Love. Like, I feel like I might should have drafted Whole Lot of Love second and then maybe Black Dog third. Hmm. But I think Immigrant Song is. I mean, I just think it's a great song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a great song. It, because it just hammers you. The whole time. I mean, it's just, it, it's like Vikings raiding the beach. It's <laughs> relentless. You know, it doesn't stop for two and a half minutes. I'm sure the raids lasted longer than two and a half minutes. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like, I'm, I love Immigrant Song. It's one of my favorites. I didn't put it on here. But, like, because I feel like, uh, I, I don't think it's, as involved instrumentally, I guess, than or as a lot of these other ones we've chosen. I, when you're looking at those two that you're that you were just talking about, the rhythm and the precision that you have to have on timing, and the the switch ups on Black Dog are so hard, like to execute. I feel like when well, like when I look at best, I'm not looking at things that are my favorite, even though this one is one of my favorites. Um, I just think it's, I think it's musically stronger. Black Dog? Yeah. No way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we got three spots left. We have three spots and five songs. So if it were me, I would say Immigrant Song, Whole Lot of Love, Dazed and Confused. And I would I would take Black Dog out. I could even I, I looking back I even think Days and Confused is better than Black Dog. I mean that I do also agree with, but I mean I, I'm okay with those three. I just really love the the no nonsense coming right at you yeah. from Note One and Immigrant Song, and it just doesn't relent. But so I mean that was your number two. So obviously you're gonna say Immigrant should be yeah I, yeah I'm fine with Immigrant Song. Okay. What are the other one? The other two? Immigrant. Uh, um, he says, "Cut black dog. Do whole lot of the final two being whole lot of love and dazed and confused." No. What do you think should be? What uh, obviously you think Missy Mountain Hop should go in, but what should it go in over? Whole lot of love or dazed and confused? Dazed and confused. Uh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No ham. No bacon. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. When you're talking about the. 
Okay, obviously we're going to disagree, and I'm not going to sit here and have this conversation with you, Ben. You're the swing vote. You're I'm just the gonna swing have to, vote. You're the swing vote this time. Oh, I never get to be the swing. So vote. Whole, whole lot well, look, of love. Okay, look at what all's going on in Misty Mountain Hop. Look at it rhythmically. Look at it from the viewpoint of what each band member is doing. Days and Confused is a ten minute. Blues exploration. Oh, but before when we wanted when the levee breaks, we need a blues song on we here. We do guys. need a blues song, and we actually well, we need that blues it. song. We don't need days to confuse. We need days to confuse. We need when the levee breaks. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm all for it. Put, take out. Uh, yeah, just put uh, when the levee breaks and um, Misty Mountain. <laughs> so, so your solution He's not even here to play ball Your solution is to <laughs> No I think that Misty Mountain Hop should go in over Dazed and Confused I think it is a better song I think it is a more It it checks more of the boxes Okay so, so. Hit the brakes Immigrant song definitely in We put that on yep. Okay so we've got two slots left <laughs> And we're all in agreement that whole lot of love should be one of them. Yeah, yeah, I'll <laughs> okay. go. I'll go with that. I mean, it's, so now it, it comes right. down to Misty Mountain Hop or Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. And you want Misty Mountain Hop, mm-hmm. Heather, mm-hmm. and Beth wants Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's a better song. All right, so. Let's do this. What are what are you doing? <laughs> Benjamin, yes. what are you doing? Heather, you've got 30 seconds to convince me. Go. Oh, it's a better song <coughs> rhythmically, melodically, harmonically, with those harmonies that they've got going parallel there. Each member is doing something different. You've got the keys and the bass that... Nasty, nasty bass line, drums, and most of all, you get those keys in when you don't normally hear those on another song, and I think that he needs to be represented for bass and keys. Okay, good. Right at 30 seconds. (laughs) Beth, you have 30 seconds for your final arguments. You may start. Okay. So, again, we do need that blues representation here. That's correct. Um, Plants, vocal performance. Like, you can feel it on this one. Um, again, this is their most regularly performed song at their concert, so obviously even they found it to be quite notable in their catalog. Um, and for that violin boat, it's iconic as well as just really freaking good. And I don't even need 30 seconds. You took 28 seconds. <laughs> That's right. I didn't need them. <laughs> so I did all that knowing exactly how I was going to vote anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a turd. (laughs) But I thought it would make for good radio, good podcast radio. So, okay. (laughs) Drum roll, John Bottom drum roll. I'm going to go with Dazed and Confused for the last slot. (laughs) I do think it's a better song. I do think that it is just a... It's not. It's one of the best blues songs it's not even the best Led Zeppelin blues song. Wait a minute. I feel like we've had this conversation. Yeah, we have had best. this kind of conversation. Yeah. Well, I like it better than When the Levee Breaks is a blues song. Well, you're wrong. 
I'm not. I'm right. It's on the paper. <laughs> so we, we have, have five. five. <laughs> we have our top five. Can you read our top five? No, wait. Yes. Whoa. We have our top five. Oh, we have to rank them. We have we to have, rank them. Well, we have the top five and then we'll... Oh, okay. We, we yes. don't know what yes, they yes, are. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. yes. What are the top five songs? Stairway, Cashmere, Immigrant, Whole Lot of Love, Dazed and Confused. That's really close to the order. Close. In, but not quite. Even the band says they like cashmere better than I, I also Stairway. had I also had cashmere at number one. Just flip those two. Okay. Whole lot of love or immigrant song. Immigrant song. I could almost switch those. Beth. I don't feel like Dazed and Confused is five. A hundred percent, it's five. Well, yeah, you think that. I don't think it's as strong as Whole Lot of Love or Immigrant Song. I mean, y'all agree, so that's whatever. But um, but, do we, what, but let's talk about the order of Immigrant Song and Whole okay. Lot of Love. I would actually put Whole Lot of Love now, looking back, even though I put Immigrant Song first. Ah, I'm, e- I'm either way. Immigrant Song was my number two, so. Okay. <coughs> so le- leave those as they are? Sure. All right. <coughs> so we have our list. That was easy. <laughs> was it? It was not. It was easy for me. Um, all right. Wow, my spelling is great today. All right. So, final ranking. Number one, Cashmere. Two, Stairway to Heaven. Three, Immigrant Song. Four, Whole Lot of Love. Five, Dazed and Confused. It's a good list. It's a list. It's a good list. <sighs> Everybody, again, we want to thank you for listening to the Music List podcast. Uh, we are going to have a playlist. Be looking for that. We also want you to find us on social media. We are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, like, share. If we have an opportunity for a rating and a review, please leave us a positive one. Share it with your friends. And as always, we'll see you in two weeks. joining us on the music list podcast be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode she almost had it